1: What's up? This is the Go Long Podcast. I'm Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monis. There were eight, Jim, and then there were four. <laughs> wish four. I had some John Facenda NFL films. Man, that was like that, so, that, that. I used to have that album in high school. We'd, we'd play it before our fantasy football drafts. I mean, like... Yeah. Great
0: jams. Good, It was good.
1: But yeah, yeah there was, all, was a lot of drama. A lot of drama
0: this weekend.
1: Maybe the best know, weekend, one of the best football weekends in our lifetime.
0: It's – it's. what's crazy is how – well, first, before we get into too much, because I just thought of this seeing you sip – what are you sipping on?
1: I'm glad you remember. We cannot forget. No, we don't. Grounded, Imperial Stout, You're sticking Hamburg Brewing Company, 10.0. Well,
0: so I'm going to have to go um, – they they just put on their Instagram that they're putting out this citrus wheat beer that's they're gonna drop it on um, Friday, and yeah, I want to try that citrus like wheat. It. And they're saying they're selling it for like this time of year. It's like a good you know cold weather type beer. So I that one got my I want I can't wait to try it. But yes, <laughs> speaking of them, they got me through the weekend. Hamburg hamburger frosty frosty and i had plenty frosty was my only friend after that bills game because i was not in the mood to talk to anybody and not because i love the bills because i love my get my bets
1: yes yes so anyway we'll,
0: we'll... But yes great weekend um saturday was so like saturday was just like jaw dropping where wow burrow did it you know in here's jaw dropping and here's <laughs> Here's where um, I have to just own up to being completely wrong on everything I said going into the weekend. I really thought having a week off mattered. I used to think having a week off and playing at home mattered Tennessee and green Bay. I got nothing. I got nothing. Did that shock you got you too? I mean, were you shocked how bad the teams that had coming off a bye week at home that shocked me.
1: It did. It did, but I, I will admit, after uh, we recorded the podcast, Bob McGinn, the yeah. Ty and Bob pod that we've been putting on this feed as well, so hopefully people yeah. are able to check it out. Um, he called it to a tee, San Francisco. I mean, he he called exactly the kind of game it would be, that special teams could it. cost Green Bay, that Debo Samuel would make the play at the big moment, that Nick Bosa awesome. would be a problem, George Kidd. I mean, they I were just—they I mean. were built for those conditions. Green Bay wasn't built for those conditions, and and That's Aaron Rodgers was man. apathetic to the competition. He just didn't really want to be there.
0: Amazing. He never had that like that look about him, even on that. I would like—I know you guys probably talked like the Mercedes Lewis fumble to me changed the whole game. Everything was fine if you if you bet on Green Bay, like I, everything seemed fine. Go right down the field, score. You know, Garoppolo wasn't didn't look like he, he, you know, like I, like I've said, if you would have told me before the game that the 49ers were only going to score 13 points, I don't know how much I would have bet on green. I would have bet as much as I could have on green Bay 13 points and you won that's, I can't believe it. That's to me is just Aaron. There's no nothing to say. You've been, Hey, once again, you've, I've defended Aaron Rodgers. I can't,
1: and, you know, it's a little subtle, but I think that um, the assistant to the regional manager version of Aaron Rodgers came back to bite Green Bay in a sense because oh their special teams are, you know, atrocious, Ours. the worst atrocious. in the NFL. Atrocious. Just kind of write it off and say, you know, we just want to get by, get break even, da da da, da, da But look, look at these play- – I mean, Randall Cobb, you bring him in. He made a couple plays during the year but did absolutely nothing in this game. He plays Boot small. He's slow. He's old. He's, right. he's out wide on a play late where that cornerback is, as Bob explained, he's just going to squat on that route. That that could have been a pick. I mean, he's right there,
0: him, but he's not, they're not, he's not running by anybody. Mercedes
1: Lewis. I mean, they, what did Rogers call him? Big dog. They're buddies. Um, why is he yeah. on the roster? He doesn't play special teams. He's a, he's pretty worthless at this point when it comes to substantive football, you know, um who else i mean they've signed a bunch of guys jalen smith was there for a cup of coffee whitney merciless you know all these guys that don't give you anything on special teams it matters you when you're putting a team together with doug whaley i mean there are ups and downs but i'm sure like there are moments you're thinking this player is going to give us something in this third of the game
0: you you draft guys knowing that you draft guys knowing they probably won't start for you but could be good special teamers that Tanner Vallejo that we took in that last draft still playing. We never thought he'd be, and he's not a starter, but he's he's such a good backup linebacker and a good teamer. I mean, you can't those those are valuable picks, valuable picks. So you've
1: got to find core special teams players where that's that's their main job. Like like anything. Like if you're putting out eleven guys and they're more focused on their main job at running back, receiver, corner, like how much time are they really putting into special teams? Think about your own life. If you've got a job and you're doing something kind of on the side, like that thing that's on the side, how much of your energy is really going toward that thing on the side?
0: The special teams coordinator for Green Bay. I used to, um, I know him a little bit. He used to coach at like South Carolina State. He played it there. I think he's a graduate from the Citadel. But when I used to scout down there and live down there, I used to deal with him. And he was really, he always was a really impressive coach to talk to. So I'm not surprised that he went, made his, you know, I'm not surprised he made it and got his opportunity, but. Mo Drayton, correct? Yeah, Mo Drayton. I think he's, he's got, I'm shocked he didn't get fired yet.
1: I don't even know if it's his fault,
0: right? I, like, I don't either. I, I don't either, but that's just how it works, right? I mean, it, I'm does. He'll,
1: he'll be fired, but it's like, he's working with what's given to him too. They're just not prioritizing it as an organization at all. Uh, That's everybody in it. I don't know how you make this mistake. I mean, there's so many people in that building that were there in Seattle in January of 2015 for Brandon Bostic and the fake field goal before that with John Ryan, two plays. how, How do you not prioritize special teams after something like that? Um, it is
0: it is such a, trying, we, I, I will tell you this in New Orleans, we spent, it was like painful in draft meetings because the special teams coordinator and their assistant would come in for their, to go through, we go through all the returners, long snappers, kickers, punters, and for scouts, for us, it's kind of miserable, I mean, it's like, we're into it, but we're not, I mean, we're like, yeah, they are so, these guys were so into it and we're, you know, you're just like, really? Like, but it hit me. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this really is like these guys, like they would, the detail that these coaches knew about some of these players, like the kicking game, like we always joke about with scouts, like, uh, every report's the same. He's incons- big leg, inconsistent. You could write that for every college punter, you know, big leg inconsistent. But um, these guys, man, when, when you see them put, and I get it, I get it. Like I used to kind of, as a scout, like whatever, it woke me up in New Orleans, like, okay, I'd have, I had to have my shit together in these meetings. and And it made me a better scout. And, and then when we got to the Bills, Danny Crossman was our special teams coordinator. He was, I thought he was outstanding as far as an evaluator um, and the, and the time that he put into it, like it just, I guess what I'm trying to say is yes, you need, it needs to be, and it needs to come from the head coach because if the head coach isn't pushing it, it's going to fall behind because it's going to like the scouts, like then they'll like, Hey, if he's not concerned, I'm not concerned.
1: Yeah. It's really interesting too, because I think if you're a team like New Orleans, um Green Bay, Tampa, if you've got a really, really good quarterback, I think uh you can kind of lean into that and because that really, really good quarterback can make other problems just kind of disappear. You just don't think about those other you probably just don't think about special teams as much. Even in Buffalo. I mean, with you know, how they kind of went through returners and whatnot, but you know these if you if you don't have a quarterback like even the years where Chicago, Bob made this point where they don't have a quarterback for but a generation, had, their special teams are really good because they're they they're pretty, they're like all right well, you know we don't have a quarterback so we're going to focus in on what we can do no and their special teams are really good they're forcing turnovers on defense and they snuck up I mean they went to the Super Bowl in oh six yeah. uh, they had a thirteen and three season
0: in like 02 or 03. they beat us in the NFC Championship, yeah. I was with New Orleans. We had no business being there. It's,
1: you know, why can't it be both, right? I mean, so many of these teams employ so many coaches.
0: Um, <laughs> don't even.
1: Uh... <laughs> you know? it's. But anyways, why don't we, uh, We you know, we talked so much about the Packers and the 49ers. Yeah, you got to
0: beat that into the ground. I'm, I'm with you on that. I was more. I'm Plus Aaron Rodgers is
1: going to vacillate for the next, who knows how many weeks. So we'll have time to talk uh-huh. about that.
0: I can't even, I can't even defend them anymore. It, that's another, I'm just like,
1: well, yeah.
0: which, and then here's the other thing from the weekend, how, so Saturday was just like, wow, that was awesome. Like both won seeds at home, lose crazy. And then Sunday happens. It made, it made the football on Saturday look like college, like a different level. The football on Sunday was a different level. Even then, because really if you think about it, the 49ers didn't really do anything they didn't really play that well. I mean, it's not like they played well. Green Bay didn't play well. It was a good game right. to watch competitive, but it wasn't like they played that well. The Bengals got to stop. You know, they they can't protect Burrow. Tannehill's throwing interceptions. It wasn't like that was some great performance game by well, not Burrow played his ass off fighting through the pass rush, but it wasn't some like, wow. They just put on a show. Sunday was a show. All the teams. Yeah.
1: Bob would disagree. He did not not like the end of the Bills-Chiefs game and said that just goes to show there's too much offense, too much back and forth. It's too easy to score in a short amount of time because you can't affect the quarterback in today's game. He basically said if you're a good quarterback, of course you're going to score in a few plays because when he started making this point i was and i thought i mean i thought it was an electric entertaining all-time kind of game, game no, no, doubt. no doubt about it I but still i see feel what that. he's saying i, I but he get made a
0: good point right like it's a true it's you wouldn't multiplied. see
1: that in in 1998
0: like it's no, not it's why i always say i don't i don't really talk about much other than quarterbacks because it's really all that matters
1: i know It's crazy. Like what you thought was a good passer rating in the nineties would be a terrible passer (laughs) rating today. Right. Right. You better be in the one (laughs) twenties. So Bill's chiefs, um, I don't know where you want to start. What was your takeaway?
0: I don't either. I, I,
1: anger, I get
0: the hurt. I get the hurt from being here. Um, I think, I think where we should go with this is, where we want to go with the coaching part of this. I don't, we definitely do not need to talk about Josh Allen. That's, I mean, what else, what can you say? Like. He's unbelievable. Yeah. He's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's always fun for like, for you. And like we started this podcast and we started this whole go along with the like, and Josh hasn't, he didn't really prove himself yet. This, you know, before like, we were kind of like on the fence with him. I was for sure where I was like, I don't know if he's going to make it. Like, I don't know if he's the guy. And then last year, obviously, he proved it. He took a step. There's really nothing you – there's nothing he can't do. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: Throwing, running. Throwing, Stephon running. Diggs is invisible, and it doesn't matter.
0: doesn't matter. He's supposed
1: to Gabe Davis. How? He's seeing the field. He's got the arm strength. He's uh, – I love it, the running. It. I mean, we'll – We'll see where he's at, fourth? you know, five, six, seven years from now, but right now, why would you hold down, him back? The fourth
0: down throws, the fourth down throws. I mean, I don't know. I still can't believe I, I like, that's one of those. I, I was telling, um, I did Mike Lindsay's, uh, Lindsay's his podcast. Awesome. Or, yeah. He was not happy. Um,
1: <laughs> Love Mike.
0: I, you know, I do. I love that. Everybody should check
1: it up. out. He does a fantastic job.
0: He is. He is really good. And um, but I told him that this exact scenario, and we talked about this was when I was with the Saints and we lost to the 49ers, like that. We talked about that game. It was in the same round where if we won that game, we were gonna host in New Orleans because the Giants upset Green Bay. And we would have just like the Bengals upset 10, it's and we were like, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like we are that good. Like if we win this game, we're going to win the Super Bowl, and we don't, and we don't even get to the championship game. And I think that's the bills. I mean, I think they win that game. They're thinking we, we're going to win this thing. Like we just beat the best team.
1: Wow. That is the perfect comparison. And you know why else I like that comparison. It's, you know, I don't want to sound all cynical, but there, there, there are a lot of people who think Mahomes and Allen are just going to be playing in these playoff games every year and that Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be Super Bowl contenders every year. We just got done talking about Aaron Rodgers. You know, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl in 11 years. So nothing is guaranteed. And I think that that's why it it really pays to put this game underneath the microscope and try to figure out what went wrong. We're not going to get answers at press conferences, clearly.
0: (laughs) That was crazy. I didn't listen to it but I read your yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's just look, I get part of me gets it where first of all, you you know what you're it, dealing with. You know Sean McDermott, you interviewed Sean I, that's McDermott. That's why I, did, that's why I didn't that's why so
0: he, that's why I didn't listen to it. Right. I already knew what was coming. Nothing. Right.
1: He's not but and that's just fine. That's his prerogative that's the That's how he's image coached up to, he's to That's going to project All of that. Right. After Rex Ryan, they wanted the hard swing back to bland and process and accountability (laughs) and execution. I I get it. But there is part of me, Jim, where, you know, and we, we both live here in Western New York. We both have a, a lot of friends, a lot of family that, I mean, their self identity is tied to this team. I mean, they, they get a paycheck and that paycheck goes right toward the Buffalo bills there's going to be a new stadium soon. Guess what? They're literally be, people are going to be paying more money for that stadium. These are the people fill it, fill that show. But the freaking airport win or lose, which that's another conversation. But I think that you owe these people a little meat on the bone. The people want to know what the hell happened. Thirteen seconds. I mean this. It, this is an epic law. Lo- this is beyond the Music City Miracle. And look, if it was solely a player's fault completely, and, and, and you want to protect that player because you don't want to throw him under the bus. I I get it. That's admirable. I I get it. Um, I have a hard time believing. I I, I have a hard time believing that the coaching staff is 100% in the right on the entire sequence that we saw. And I just don't think that execution with a little smile suffice. I mean, and the reaction I get from fans, you know, I'm a little surprised, Jim. I wrote that story today and uh, we can get into it if you want later, but that was the lead. I thought fans would be like, Oh, you know, I, I, great season. I don't care. Let's move on. I, no, I think by and large, there's a lot of fans that want to know what, what happened. And they're, they're a little pissed off that they didn't get answers.
0: I, I guess. Oh, that every right. They have, every, everybody has every right to be upset. I mean, as a fan, but so I always think about this. I never was I, like I always wish when I would do the, you know, the post draft press conferences and, you know, it. You just say the same. They're they're worthless. They really like we laugh. We joke about that. We beat that into the ground. I couldn't believe he was on the board. Blah blah blah. What if Sean? What if he would have come out, and and really said, I can't look at the tape. I'm disappointed in myself. Like it would, if he just came out and was like, I'm pissed. I'm pissed at myself. I'm pissed at our coaches and don't even sell the players out. Go ahead and just come out and say how I can't watch the game. I'm sick to my stomach. I don't want to watch football this week. Cause you won't, when we lost that game of the 49ers, I promise you, I didn't watch another snap that playoffs. I didn't care who won nothing. Cause I'm just miserable. And they might not either. I mean, I'm going to see those guys. I'm going down the Senior Bowl this, you know, next week for the X, to cover for the XFL a little bit. So I'm sure I'll run into some of those guys and I'll be able to catch up with them. But they're going to be miserable. They're not going to want to be down there.
1: Yeah. It's, so anyway, I mean, I guess that's I, what there I'm was saying. Some of that. Would, would, there was some like of that to... emotion. Um, he did definitely it, more. That's what I
0: was going to. So he did give some like real emotion and.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just we hear about accountability. We hear about these virtues. If I was a player in that locker room and you know, the head coach is, is saying it came down to execution. Hmm. Typically that's code for it's the player's fault. At least it was. When I was it in Green be, Bay, I, it, right. Uh, very often was it's like, okay, it was the way the play was executed. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. Like did, so does that mean that was it not relayed teeth Farwell, Tyler Bass, squibbit that's a kick out you know, the that is
0: that's that's the there's the pinpoint question there it is like get, hammer that question you know because the blanket statement of ex you know the execution that's that's a way to not sell out anybody you just you said nothing we could assume it's the players but we don't know
1: so let's give let's just give them a pass there which you know that's <laughs> taking quite a leap say okay <laughs> um it wasn't you have know, all the time in the world. Everybody should know what what's going on on a kickoff there. Like but say something happened there communication wise. What a, still, Tyreek Hill, what was it? 18 yards, Travis Kelsey, 25 yards. You oh. watch the uh the mic'd up NFL films of Travis Kelsey, and it's it's like he's in the backyard. He's he's literally just saying, Look, if after the Tyreek play, just look, if they play me like this, just take it up the scene. It and then really he would was... Patrick Mahomes go say, do it, cows, do it. Kels. And he just, it's just pitch and catch. Levi Walls literally... is, is, is trying to keep everything inside. Like they don't have timeouts. They've got all the timeouts. They don't have to work the sideline.
0: I, I was so, I'm so, I thought the game was over. Like I'm like, you you said that you said there was too much, there was still too much time. I still didn't think there was enough time. I literally was like, this is, I was like, I was already thinking about the whole week in Buffalo this is going to be the most wild and I was like I was so happy for everybody like they deserve this like you got your quarterback you deserve to have host an NFC championship this is how it works and I'm like I was not even thinking it was a possibility so that first play happens I was like wait a second hold on now tighten up a little bit (laughs) don't give them another one and another one I almost like honestly didn't even want to watch over I didn't want to watch overtime
1: I didn't want to watch it. I just laughed. That made me think of uh one of the one of the ex-Giant scouts that I talked to for that story.
0: Oh yeah. And he yeah. was
1: he was trying to make it clear that he still loves um the Giants. Did I say Cowboy? No, Giants. Giants, still, Giants,
0: yeah.
1: That he still loves the Giants. And uh the line he uses, When I when I watch these games, my asshole still puckers up.
0: <laughs> I never heard I, that well, before. Not, the only reason I know I know who it was because I read your story. I know it was, but <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's so an old, it's a that's an old pucker's up. That's an old. Remember? That's an old scout. That's an older veteran scout for sure.
1: All right. Well, Jim, I I wanted to bring so, this up here. I just pulled it oh, up on a uh, on ESPN's play-by-play. So the only thing that I thought of when there was that's what I was going to ask you what. Yeah. Yeah. Was uh, Green Bay, Dallas divisional round 2016, and. It was how much time was left for Aaron Rodgers? Oh man, I don't know where the heck it is here. So, Aaron Rodgers to Jared Cook, right? That iconic throw 2016 that won the game for Green Bay against Dallas, they actually had 35 seconds. When they took over, um, where they? On, on their own twenty-five yard line, it was a touchback too. So you had an incomplete pass, a short one to tie Montgomery for seventeen yards. Aaron Rodgers got sacked for 10, second second twenty incomplete. So it was the wow. third and twenty from their own thirty-two. Wow. Third. And Aaron Rodgers rolled left, hit Jared Cook. So they actually had a little. They had a little time though. Like as amazing as that throw was. They had time to fart around and get sacked and have an incomplete pass where it, like the margin for error for Kansas City was was non-existent.
0: Like that, they couldn't take – right, sacks and incompletions, that wasn't part of the – right, they They had have the
1: timeouts, them. though. They had timeouts. They had timeouts. the timeout, which was huge.
0: Huge. Which gave them – yeah, they could throw over them. It gave them chances to run whatever, right.
1: And to me, Jim, that's why this is on Sean McDermott and his defensive coaching staff because either – Either Levi Wallace knew, um, was told to do the wrong thing, right? They're telling him to play that far outside, which is which, which is hard to uh, believe. Which it's awful coming from a former DB uh, coach and defensive coordinator, all and Leslie Frazier, one of the best defensive coaches in the game. Or it just he he, he lined up incorrectly. But to me, that's still on the coaching staff. I mean, you've got the timeouts, you've got the time. It wasn't helter skelter. You've got to time to go to every single player and say, This is exactly where you need to be. And he, you know, and position. Sean, Micah High and Jordan Poyer are, are like defending a touchdown. They're way back,
0: way back. So Sean did say about th- how much they practice two minute, you know, for all that. And I believe him because my, I always reference the Saints. That was the biggest difference I saw between like the Saints and we did it with Marone too when I got to Buffalo because you know he came from kind of that Coach Payton a little I used to laugh I'm like practice all they do is practice two minute offense red zone two minute four minute offense like situational football the the other stuff running plays that's like you know from the 20 to the 20 that's kind of I hate to say it but that's not hard for them. That's not something you have to rep and rep and rep. You need to rep situations. And um, and Sean said they do that, and I believe him because he's a. I mean, that's his style. He's a detailed guy. It, it. Did you think that Sean and Leslie had that deer in headlights look on the sideline? Like, I, I thought they looked like they didn't know what to do. Spooked. Yeah. Like almost like, do you like this um, good friend of mine? He told me, I never heard it before, but he had told me this years ago, but he always said, coaches, coaches don't win you games, but they can lose you games.
1: Yeah. I think that that's the case here. And you know, the 13 seconds are disastrous enough, you know, right. That's, it's hard to even wrap your mind around how mind Tyree kill can catch a short pass and go like that. He does that better than maybe anybody in NFL history, getting the ball and getting in spate. Like just don't let that happen. I've never Travis seen a guy. Hit. one of the best tight ends of all time. You don't hit him off the line. You, you he gets a free release right up the seam. That's ridiculous. But I, Jim, I think it goes bigger than this too. I mean, this is, a defense that's five years in the making for Sean McDermott. No doubt. Um, really, I mean, you were a part of it. You you he, talked to him about signing Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. I, and, yeah, no doubt. You know, it started what 2017 or 18.
0: 17 was our last draft. Well, 17, yeah. For us.
1: And yeah. now <clears throat> into 2021, uh, their defensive line. I don't think many people know this. Matt Fairburn pointed it out to us uh before the season when he came on the podcast. And held true, but their number their their defensive line is heaven in our story. I believe it's twenty. It makes up twenty three percent of their salary cap. It's the second most in the NFL. They, they, they the only That's team that spent set. more on the D line than Buffalo was Kansas City. And then you put on top of that all of the it's first funny. and second round picks. You know, Gregory Russo, Boogie Basham, Ed Oliver, um, AJ Epinesa, Oliver. Throw Harrison Phillips in as a third rounder. That's- No team has invested more into the defensive line, into into the pass rush than Buffalo. So, okay, they score. You still have overtime. You still have overtime. You still have a shot. Like, I get it. The overtime rules stink. Like, every team should have a chance to score. Get one stop. Get one stop. The way you've invested into this defense, that should have been the climax for Sean McDermott, Steven. That is the moment. Okay, give up all those yards, give up all those touchdowns, but you make a play when you have to make a play, and it was easy. It was—I mean, the, a little bit of misdirection, a screen, throw to Kelsey. I mean, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes broke a sweat in overtime. And it's game over. I mean, that—that's on coaching too. I'm sorry, like five years in, don't give me the number one ranked defense stuff. I mean, that we—they're blowing these bad teams out. Okay.
0: So great, right, but it's so true. That's though. where you find that. out about Bill's, defense. Bills' number one ranked defense fucking couldn't stop any Kansas City at all the whole game. Aaron Rodgers MVP can't get out of the first game of this. You know, ten points in a playoff game. This football is wild, unpredictable, and that's why it's going to be hard to get back. You don't know. You can. You don't know what's going to happen. That's why football is crazy and you're not even factoring in um, like Lamar Jackson. You don't think Lamar Jackson's going to come back hungry and crazy next year. They're going to, they're about to extend Harbaugh. Like there's no, they're getting ready to make a run. You know what I mean? They're getting ready to go like Herbert's going to find, you know, is Herbert going to take a step? Joe Burrow, you know, has taken a step. We're not talking about just the Chiefs anymore. You're going to have to deal with some serious serious teams moving forward. You know, every no there will be no easy games, I guess is what I'm saying. And they're really not that there ever is, but there will be no easy games. Like to get back to to get to the AFC championship is going to be hard. And I think with Josh, Justin I do Herbert. think, you know,
1: maybe Aaron Rodgers is in the next year. That's what I'm AFC saying. Huh? Next that's year. what
0: I said. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> That would be wild, but it's South just, Watson. it's just endless. Well, next year is going to be, I know there's going to be a circus coming with all that, but yeah, um, I, it's hard. It's just hard. You know,
1: we, and then you're going to lose you I mean, you're going to, you lost Joe Shane. Um, we never made Brian ball's interviewing all, all over the place. He's probably close not to that a the, job
0: and not that the saints didn't make it back because of all of us, but the same thing happened from our success. You know Whaley hired me to Buffalo. Ryan Pace went to be the GM in Chicago, took Josh Lucas from the Saints, their top scout, to with him. You know, Dewan Jones of,
1: with the Syracuse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he went to Syracuse before the, he didn't win the Super Bowl with us. Oh,
1: he didn't. That's right.
0: He that I covered him friend.
1: in 09. You hadn't won it yet. It was that year.
0: Yeah, you just missed out. I think that's a part. I think part of that makes. He won't talk about private, he's miserable all the time, but that's probably another reason why he's pissed off all the time. But, um, but, but that's what's starting to happen now. Guess what's going to happen? What are we seeing right away with the bills? Joe Shane gone, Dave will probably go on with Joe, I guess. Second interview, we'll see. But you're going to see this happening now. Guys are going to start, it, it's hard, and I'm just that's the front office coaches, but it's going to happen with players too. I mean, you're going to start seeing. They're gonna do something. Um,
1: well, it's gonna be harder to sign guys. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's just going, you're gonna see <laughs> what. Yeah, you know, think like Stephon Diggs is gonna be asking for some money soon. That's common.
0: And that's common. And and guess what? And guess what? Didn't how did that help? How did the, how did Diggs? How did that go? How many points did they just score without even using him? That's a tough like when you have the right quarterback. That's now you're in the power position if you're the Bills. You you get you do your best to keep digs at your price. You can't bend over. Oh, you I hate to say that. Don't say I'm crazy because I do I love digs. But honestly, you can't at this point, you have to be very strategic with your money. Because you pay Josh. And Josh is proving that. He deserves it. And this, yes, we never, we never had to pay like in Like we didn't have a skill guy, in New Orleans like a Diggs, Colston, and those. I think those guys weren't like true number one wideouts. That you, you know, they all had a certain skill set that Coach and Payton.
1: every Henderson and Robert, Robert Meacham.
0: Robert Meacham led our team in touchdowns. The year we won at, um Super Bowl, but he, like they, Coach Payton used each guy. He had a vision for each guy. But anyway, That's, the point so, is, no,
1: let me yeah. piggyback off that then, Jim, because yeah. the Bills need that vision. And they, 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 I feel like Dayball yes. in a lot of ways was, I mean, he was there from day one with Josh Allen. Who is that? Is, is Ken Dorsey ready to be that force behind the scenes? Because
0: this is why this would be fascinating to hire. So Dorsey, I don't know anything about him, but so is he just going to run Obviously, I guess he just runs the same offense that's been installed, but it's not like he and Dable, how long did they ever work together? A couple of years? Like Dorsey has stuff he wants to do too. So I guess what I'm saying is, and you don't want to rock Josh's world. You don't want to bring somebody in and and put in a whole new system. So as long as Dorsey, no, Dorsey will be the guy. And hopefully he, you know, they're going to keep, I would think everything the same with obviously with other stuff, but you can't bring in another guy. Like, right. (laughs) They better hope Dorsey. Otherwise Josh made all this progress. You can't, you can't ask him to learn a new style of offense.
1: I mean, I I think they want as much continuity as possible.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: I just, I don't know. Tell me if I'm being too harsh. I, I fear for the bills and that the head coach and his tendencies get in the way of, this meteoric rise of a quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen is unlike anything we've seen in his skill set. So why are you still punting, you know, fourth and one from your 34? I get it. Backed up a little bit. That possession matters. That that possession matters. I agree.
0: I thought thought the same.
1: Kansas City scored, you know, that was a long drive of the short. They scored fourth and four from their, whatever it was, 48, something like that you punted so you went out on two punts and they both led the chief touchdowns the chiefs yeah. had one so of those punts, the but you know the, they weren't perfect they had you know they had one of those and they had the weird blake bell play but like those two <laughs> concessions by sean mcdermott to punt when you've oh, got six right. five two what 50 josh allen that does whatever the hell he wants 250 might be a little heavy
0: <laughs> I I I feel like he gets heavier by the week to make the people like to like I agree. I, know. I think he's
1: guys yeah, seven seven ten four seventy two. You know, you yeah, gotta use that, on to that
0: fourth and point. one. Let's get that point. I mean, I know for a fact Cam Newton only because I scouted him. I I I, I was I witnessed the six six two fifty and I saw all that. And I think Josh looks he, I mean he's in that range, but anyway. Is
1: Sean holding him back?
0: Okay, so here's where I was going. He is officially now... It's hard. This is when the pressure's on you as a head coach. When you have the quarterback that everybody knows is the right quarterback and capable of winning a Super Bowl, now it's on you. Doug. I always think about the Chicago Bulls with Doug Collins and then Phil Jackson comes in. And, and it's hard to coach... Yeah like the greatest players. It really is. It's not easy. People like, I mean, I think obviously any coach is going to want that challenge, but it's not easy. It's there's pressure involved and, and it is going to be, it's hard, man. The expectations, I keep thinking, who's going to care about like the regular, I I said it last year. I didn't think people would care about the bills regular season, but it was the first year back from COVID and
1: who cares about the regular season? It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't, but it's going to matter to other teams more because they're still fighting to get to the. You know, they're not there yet. It's hard, man. When your expectations are the Super Bowl, it's hard. You can get caught because it's yeah.
1: I love that comparison. <laughs> you know, I, you know, there's only one Michael Jordan, obviously, but. Yeah. Like they 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 won games. They made the playoffs with Doug Collins. There was a lot of good there.
0: They were knocking on doors, right? And
1: Right. I mean, we're not advocating for, you know, a coach that no. has done what he's done to get fired by any means. No, no, no. But no. he's done enough that kind of makes you raise your eyebrows and think, "Hmm, that's that's strange. You did that when you have Josh Allen?" That's odd. And there's been a lot of those moments. So that's why I say Ken Dorsey. He's he might instantly become the most important staff member <laughs> on that masthead. Um, Man, they, 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 and yeah. He probably does have a great relationship with Josh Allen. It sure seems like it. So I mean, maybe that's kind of uh, baked into everything.
0: Yeah, I, it's. Mm. I know. I, it's, it's like, I can't think about it. Like I, I put myself back. I keep thinking about that year with the saints and it's like, I couldn't, this just, I was done. No, I know more watching football and I get it. That's hard. It's, it's that hard.
1: Let's talk about teams that are still in it then. Huh?
0: Let's yeah. Do it. Should be a uh, good weekend. Cincinnati. Yep.
1: Kansas city.
0: Is there any way? Yes. I like that answer. I definitely think I mean they beat him.
1: They beat him a few I know, weeks ago. I know, but
0: it's, I know. I'm know. i to the point where it's like, I don't even know if regular season ever matters, but I hear um, you there. I I no, I'm I'm going keep so, up and that kind that's of That's what right. I was gonna say. Yeah. I, I don't like that they lost that D tackle, Ojanobi. Oh, I like mm-hmm. him. We talked about that. I mean, I but it's not like Kansas City. I mean. I don't know how you beat him. Like you can, it's going to take a turnover, you know, cause Mahomes will, you you still might get one or two. You could, you could get him into a weird, maybe, I don't know how else you beat him.
1: Well, let's just say I may have talked to somebody on that Bengals defense this week was confident that they, uh, May be able to make that play, Jim. So Good. that'll be the tease for the day on this podcast. But Good one. I do think Kansas City wins. I think it's going to be a game, though. I think the okay. Cincinnati's going to make them sweat. And I wouldn't okay. be surprised if they won and went to the Super Bowl because I'm a Burrow believer.
0: You're a oh, believer. You know, I, Burrow believer. I just love him. It's just I mean, how
1: magic he has with Jamar Chase. Is,
0: the, the, you know what's so great about Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen? And I'm not going to say it about your favorite quarterback is they are they are awesome after a loss they're awesome after a win um when they talk in the press conferences I I just love every like they, they handle every situation correctly you know and totally. you look at and you look at Mr. Drama walking around 10 points and, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really these young quarterbacks, man. They he's are, the
1: victim, Jim. He's, he's the victim. Does, people were like, rooting like, against him this weekend. It's almost like
0: you feel bad. It, right. It's almost like he wants you to feel bad for him or something.
1: Yeah. You can't even what I people think of him. That,
0: But I wanted to stay with like those guys are just not only are the face of the franchise, they can handle it. That it's who you want representing you. You know, if you're an owner, it's really Old amazing. Him. So, Burrow. Burrow Mahomes. God. I mean, I it should be. It's it's not like Kansas City's defense is there. We we've we've exposed them all year. I don't want to hear that crap about that they were playing better. They were playing some bad teams.
1: That's you why saw, I think Cincinnati has a chance. They're gonna move. I the don't ball. disagree with
0: you. They they're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna I think it'll have to be a shootout, right? I mean,
1: yeah. Mixon will make you tackle. Um yeah. It'll be a shootout and it will come down to the why. I mean, it's like all these games.
0: So many will just come games. down to who has the ball last. And and then this the, the Niners and Rams. I mean to play for two teams to know each other so well. Yeah. Is fat. It's the best. It's the best.
1: Are you leaning one way or the other there?
0: I'm leaning Rams. I just like the way they're pressuring the quarterback and I don't like what they did. I don't like that collapse they had in the second half. I don't know. Here's the, here's the question I would have for you. What do you do with Cam Akers if you're the if you're the Rams? I, how do you do it? Do you give them, do you, I mean, you have to give them, you can't, you could shut them down. There are coaches that would, have, would shut him down.
1: Have you read or heard anything? Not that they would tip their hand, but have they I come out and they, forcefully defended him?
0: I just, I think about, that had that has to be a serious discussion right. that's it a does. major that's a fatal flaw you can't do that
1: and sony michelle would, is good enough to get you 100 yards
0: he's and and that's the problem it's like you i guess you don't want to do that cuz you'll never probably get his you probably lose him forever if you don't let him try again you know that's a really good
1: point point. and he's a first round pick
0: that's what i'm saying Second he deserves he, and he's earned the right to have another i'm not trying, i'm not saying he you should bench him but i'm telling you that is that was unacceptable yeah that was unacceptable
1: i mean they almost gave the game away and tom brady did tom brady things and i mean did. if he has one then you have to pull him right like if he has one fumble then
0: there's oh. The bench oh there's no doubt
1: Sean McVay yeah, has tremendous faith and confidence in Cam Akers. I Acres. think
0: that's the way to handle it. Yeah, I think that's the right way to do it.
1: Wouldn't it be funny though if a coach just came out
0: and just <laughs> right?
1: said, "I have lost all faith in Cam Akers"? We're going to shut done. down. Cam I regret the pick. We are moving on.
0: Wouldn't it? You know that that old Jim Carrey movie, Liar Liar, when he had to, he couldn't couldn't lie anymore. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if you could do that for coaches' press conferences? <laughs> 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 like that would be that amazing.
1: S- imagine, <laughs> imagine, Sean, like if you do a one eighty.
0: What what would the what would the gym liar liar press conference be with Sean McDermott this week? Um, Leslie Frazier called a horrible call. I disagreed with it. You know what would it be? Um, Levi Wallace totally blew that. He won't be on the team next year. I can promise you that. I just would. uh, You know what?
1: Though that raises a good point. I wanted to bring this up on that on that discussion, Jim. So obviously (laughs) that's the retort to people defending, not just Sean McDermott, any coach who stands Mm -hmm. there and spews cliches.
0: Is what do you want
1: him to say? Do you want him to just throw people under the bus? Because if you throw people under the bus, then you look bad, and that player's hurt, and
0: can't throw players.
1: Can't do that, but. I'll just say that I had a conversation with a former head coach recently and we were talking and at one point, like this is a coach who whose reputation was kind of cemented by game mismanagement.
0: Okay.
1: He took me through like all of these specific plays where if I said them here, people would remember them. I know. Oh yeah. That head coach. Yeah. What a buffoon. And it wasn't his fault in every situation. I mean, this is his word, obviously, but it's too detailed for it to, you know, it's too detailed for him to be lying. Like when, when he told me the aftermath of that decision and I'm just thinking like, man, I, I get it. Like he, he took the blame for every single one when it wasn't his fault at all, but then he just gets fired. Like, great. Like you you, you covered for your assistants and your players. Well, you got fired, probably won't get hired again. Maybe, you you know, you have to work your way up to that point again and that's that's the case for all these guys I I think it just pays to be honest overall like if there's the head coach up there that's brutally honest and authentic day in and day out and that means they're self self self-deprecating that means that when they do screw up they're talking about it so when that moment comes up in a playoff game a big game and it is somebody else's fault you know it's not like you have to you know, put it the way you just put it, and say, "Oh, leave my wallet." But you no, could, no. you could can, like Can't. be honest to an extent. You could be honest you to completely fall on the sword. I don't. Know. I, I, yeah. I guess it's just Hard. the media person in me that wants transparency and honesty. But beyond that, I, I do think like the fans and the the con, the constituents, the patrons that are spending insane amounts of money on tickets.
0: They Very just, well good point.
1: When a game like this goes down the way it went down,
0: yeah,
1: like they, they, they deserve more than what
0: they got. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't have a good answer for that because I I respect, I always respected Sean Payton never did it. Sean Payton's press conferences, he never I can't remember him ever selling a player out, but I never thought of him as boring. He would have a way to like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but he, he could, he could tell you about a play, but not sell a player out. I always felt like, or, or a game or whatever. I, he never so, but Andy Reed is boring. You know, Sean McDermott boring where they don't get, I don't feel like they give you anything like Sean Payton will give you stuff, but he won't sell a player out and he shouldn't, yeah.
1: Who do you think does the best? But it would, it would Peyton be right up there for you?
0: There's, I'm having some nostalgia this week with him stepping down. Yeah. And I just he talked about that 2006 draft setting the foundation um with Jairi Evans, Roman Harper part of our go long peoples. And um it just took it just made me think about. I, I actually got my Super Bowl ring out the other day after he did it and just nice. looked at it. And I was like, yeah, it just felt like Thank you, Coach. Like, thank you, Drew Brees. Thank you, Coach Payton. Like, but I guess it's hard for me not to say a lot of good things about him. It's, it's almost not fair for me. Um, Mike Tomlin is a good press conference. I think
1: mm-hmm. He'll, he's somebody that will be honest too.
0: I I think he is in a good way. Right. Um, I like Tomlin, Payton. Who am I missing?
1: Oh, Joe Judge.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, you know Dan Campbell as I'm much as we made. Cold. He he was he had a good way of being honest in his press conferences. He didn't necessarily I agree. I like, like those. I I actually you know as much as we were kind of oh, not you but I was joking. You know I, some of his stuff he said I liked. I like some things I heard from his press conferences. I don't like what went down with he and Anthony Lynn. Cause I have a lot of respect for Anthony Lynn as a coach and a person. And sure. I, I maybe it was just too soon for Anthony Lynn after the whole chargers thing, maybe it just wasn't a good fit, but um, once again, to give Campbell credit and, and Sean McDermott did that first year head coach hired no C fired him after the season. Dennison. So give those guys credit. That's they made that choice for those guys. And as a first time head coach, and now you have to look at your owner and say, Hey, I know I messed up. It's an instinct. And, and it, 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 I think and, and, the worst thing, is, yeah, to
1: do the it, the worst to, thing to that you them. can do is just say everything is fine right now.
0: Exactly. That it, it's, it's, and that's another thing. Not to bring up Coach Payton again, but that was like a draft. Hey, if we took a guy. If we took a guy in the third round, whatever. if He's looking bad in preseason. We don't. We're not keep like he'd say. I don't care what round he was in.
1: Yeah, totally. So, All right, Super Bowl yeah. prediction. Let's hear it. Mine's boring.
0: Chiefs Rams. I'll go Chiefs Niners rematch Fair i i i'm not gonna sit there and say that nothing will i'm done being surprised so
1: one sleep on the bengals
0: i are you gonna be pulling up your phone Fanduel app
1: i was just about to do that No, let's no don't dude, don't get yeah, me dude, addicted to this
0: stuff only if you bet on new hampshire and maine like i did tonight <laughs> in college basketball then i'm gonna be worried james. about you oh james I'm worried about you Were
1: you researching uh, both squads during the day to get a good sense? Here's why.
0: So New Hampshire and Maine played actually last week. And New Hampshire was – this is crazy. New Hampshire was favored by 10. I took them. They got blown out. Favored by 10. Maine blew them out. This is honestly a couple days ago. They're playing again today, I see, when I'm looking at the games. And now they're favored – New Hampshire was favored by 13. Why? So I didn't ask any questions. I just took them. I said, that's, I basically was like, something is going on. Last I looked, they were blowing Maine out. I and they got blown Maine,
1: out the first time?
0: Blown out a couple days ago by Maine and they were favored by 10. So you would think this spread would at least come down and say, okay, well, they just lost to them. So we were too high on them. They raise it is there something going
1: on like that we don't know about maddening hmm. i do like uh how all of these i mean it's
0: but anyway freaking they,
1: insane how many these apps just are spamming our lives jim twitter feeds commercials and then they always had the little phone number there call if you have a problem please gamble responsibly oh by the way here's 50 promotions and you know, if you get all these other people to sign up, we'll give you this. We'll give you that. Like the Caesars has that deal where if you bet like a hundred dollars, you get an NBA jersey. Like just, I saw it. Like they're trying to get everybody hooked right now. That is legal in New York State. It's. I just I hope I, I mean we were texting about it, and I think you said it, it ruins lives.
0: Like I, mean, I, I
1: I I pray for people out there I, that don't don't know every, when to I, stop.
0: Every, I am wide open that I gamble every day. I love it. I'm also wide open. I would never recommend, I can't ever say good. There's no reason to do it. I can't, it's just a scare. It can be scary. I've been down the scary road with it, so I'm not there. You want
1: to go down that road with us here at all?
0: Oh man, that would be, that we could do an episode for the people that want to hear some crazy college gambling stories and booking, being a college bookie. We didn't have the phone back then. My age is showing. We didn't have apps. We were taking the bet. It was a fiasco.
1: I definitely nobody had
0: money. Here's the best part. This is how I sum it up. As a college bookie, we didn't the book. We didn't have the money to pay if you want. and the people betting didn't have the money to pay us if they want. Nobody had money, <laughs> Jeez. and we're all taking bets. Who had money in college? nobody and we're taking bets from guys we know don't have money (laughs) and they're putting in the best with us knowing we don't have money i'm just picturing that simpsons episode
1: where homer just puts maggie on the table and like pushes her her to the center (laughs) is that i can see see you doing
0: (laughs) trust me i I, that yeah that would be an episode for all the hardcore if we ever do that i want to
1: hear these stories and if you're so listening be right be the now, and season, this interesting. Off season. Yeah, off season, off season. But if you're listening now and you want to hear it, tweet at us, let us know. Cause that would be fun. I can take you down a road. Well, fun. It's relative, but yeah. All right. Let's tend so, to our children, Jim. Great to see you. We'll do it at it HBC fun. soon. Got to. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.